Good evening, good evening, everybody. Good evening. Those who are watching from home, good evening to you. Good evening. Good evening. I need you to check on your neighbor because when we're praising God, I'm thinking, what are these people here? Who, who? Because some of you are not even moving. So I'm thinking, what are, are these people? New souls or what is this? So check on your neighbor and make sure you, you know them or at least you. I told you these people are not deep. They're not check. I said check on your neighbor friend. Now, if you're here for the first time, kind of. If you're here for the first time, whoever invited you loved you, and they must feel you can take it. They must believe in you, because it's not supposed to be a first so I see some of my guys just looking at me I see some of and it does a lot but on a Sunday it's loud but it's just on a Sunday but it's cool tonight we've got Martin Basher here and he and he may be walking around just trying to get some stories or trying to get some experience some what well, I honestly don't know the technical name but uh, yeah so we're gonna get into the word but I want to make sure that we're on the same page because again I'm seeing a few new faces and that's brilliant but uh, it's midweek so we're gonna have to walk together so when we're praying you've got to pray when we're singing if you, even if you don't know the song you've got to mumble on Sunday you're allowed to sit down even when Jesus is rapturing people it's allowed, it's Sunday, Sunday is cool Sunday is calm so on Sunday we started to speak about Actually, let forget Sunday. I hope you listen to your SoundCloud. And what I feel the Holy Spirit wants to do tonight as we dive deeper into the workings uh, of the Spirit, the dimensions of the Spirit, the power of the Spirit. And that's what I'm going to be talking about tonight because I'm going to start with for we resonate against. And I want to establish this first of all. I want you to listen to me very carefully. A new sister or a new brother, young, da 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 da. God may be raising you to fund, finance this work. It's got nothing to do with who knows you now. I want you to listen to me tonight. It's got nothing to do with who knows you how long you've been in the church. It is called the anointing. 
whoever he anoints for a purpose is we anoint for the purpose prominence does not mean chosen and so that does not that does not this um, that's not to talk down prominence so he told us those of you who stand take heed so we must take heed to the word in fact Paul was teaching his son Timothy something and he said about taking heed to the word and to the doctrine and to himself he said take heed to the doctrine and take heed to yourself so those were instructions if problem makes your fire lower just basic foundation tonight it means that you are burning in the fire you are not being refined difficulties when a person is a child of God difficulties only refine you and causes more surrenderedness not fear and timidity we're just laying foundations tonight they are simple words. And if we don't understand words like this, is because we're already complicated in our mind. So when simplicity comes, we complicate it. The entrance of your word gives light and then it gives understanding to the simple. So if the word does not give understanding, it's because you are not simple. It's not because the word is not simple. It gives understanding not to the wise. It confuses the wise. It confuses the intelligent. But to those who are simple still, the entrance of the word gives light to them. Are you sure you're ready for the word today? I needed you to check on your neighbor, but you decided not to. But that's fine. I told you why. Your neighbor matters a lot. I told you that's why they never called John and Bartholomew. So I don't know who you're sitting by. Even if you're John, if you're by Bartholomew or Andrew, you're going to have a lot of problems. So check on your neighbor. Make sure you know their name and make sure. Are we good? Are you ready for the word? Are you sure? Okay. Just so that you're sure that they're ready for the word, can you check if they have their Bible on them? Bartholomew. Judas. As long as one person in the whole row has got a Bible. That's the leader of that row. You. For we resonate. Talk to me. 
Finally, be strong in the Lord. Finally, be strong in the Lord. Listen to this. And in his mighty power. New King James says, and in the power of his might. Where we're going tonight is going to be interesting to you. Finally, be strong in the Lord. Meaning, when, when someone says finally, it means uh, the, 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 language I, the, the language I was taught growing up, the word finally there means in summary. So finally, it's not, I want to stop talking. He said, everything I've said, you didn't announce where you're reading from still. Talk to Ephesians me, 6, verse 10. So everything is written from Ephesians chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5, chapter 6. He said, in the summary of it all. And this is important because some of you and I, was strong in our feelings. You know when a person is strong in their feelings? When your feelings come on you and it says it's time to be sad, you're sad. Mm. And that means the word will not be able to penetrate you even though the word is coming to give you light about that situation. But because you're strong in your feeling and the power of your circumstances might so the word cannot come in the word of God is power so now there is an interface of power and people's feeling can be so strong and you know you, you've got these experts who can dig out your feeling for the past 15 years they want to heal you. But they don't ask. You've been going to church now for the past one year listening to the word every day and you're not healed. And you think a one-on-one -on -one session is going to heal you. It sent his word. Any trauma that the word cannot heal can never be healed. It sent his word and he healed them. Psalm 107. And he delivered them out of all their destruction. The word. That's the healing, that's the healing power. The word. Not training. The word. Not psychology. The word. Not oratory. Not silver tongue token. The word. The only recipe. The only medicine for the healing of their life is the word. I'm going somewhere tonight and in case you feel that it's simple, it's because of complication already, but it is simple. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the power. In the power, you're going to read what power is now. And in the power of his might. So I've balanced that out by feelings. You know, you can look into the future and you're so afraid. And you become strong. And the power, meaning under the influence of the fear of tomorrow. And you begin to move because of the fear of tomorrow. You are strong in it. 
People get certain jobs because of the fear of tomorrow. They are strong in it. So you see this guy can walk for 10, 15 hours but cannot do the work for one hour. It's not strong in the Lord. It's strong in the fear of his future. Mm. The word does not mean much to him anymore. It's strong in what they said. And I've met planners. A pastor advised me this week. I told you before, I told you on Tuesday at CC. He said, you have houses built everywhere though. I said, none. I'm sitting there saying, sir, I hope there's no problem. I already know where it's going. People are foolish. He's going to talk about the future. He said, if you know my house in Spain, if you know the one right now, there's nobody living there. And I'm just wondering, The money that built those houses, they are takeover monies. No wonder there is killing on the street. The house is there. It's the money your church should have rallied with to take over um, Brixton or whatever. It's kept there because the guy saying, you know, I just don't trust church people. If they disappoint me tomorrow, at least I have something very strong in the power. There is a difference between the, mind, the man of strength and the strength of man. Did you hear what I just said? There's a man of strength. That's the man of God. Then there is the strength of man. That's been strong. And when you look at man's wisdom, when these guys break wisdom and reason down for you, it is actually very wise. It is logical that if you've never thought of it or heard the word or know the word, it will sweep you off your feet. And you become a slave to tom a tomorrow that you don't know if you will see. Everyone who has things hidden for tomorrow will be hidden from tomorrow. I want you to listen to me carefully tonight as I talk about power. No, none of them will become any entity tomorrow. They will become a non-entity. But their wisdom is so smart. Their wisdom is so calculated, but it does not come from the Lord. The wisdom that comes from the Lord is first of all pure. Why is it pure? It consider human lives than human properties. The wisdom that comes from God. It does not claim, I'm just thinking this is one pastor of many. I wonder how many of those carry those kind of ideology and how many houses all over the world locked up and blood on the street. 
I'm just thinking how many more How do you command? I want to show you something tonight. I'm just laying foundations. Are you saying don't plan for tomorrow? Is Alpha and Omega. As we fix our eyes on Christ. It's already been into tomorrow. Worry about obeying him today. In quote worry. But don't, don't, don't bother about what will be tomorrow. Worry about the seed of today. Because whatever a man sows, he will reap. Seed is now. Harvest is then. As long as I'm sowing, it is called now. The fact that I have not seen an harvest only means it is now. Are you sure you're ready for the word this weekend though? Finally. Be strong in the Lord. I do not deny the wisdom of the world because if you deny it, you will become a victim of it. No, just shun it. No, no, no. When they really get you in the corner, they are as convinced as you are convinced. Their wisdom is wise indeed, but it's not from God. Their wisdom is nothing more than the wisdom of an insurance broker. It's not more than that. It does not rely on the power of the world to come. So it does not change the world that it, that is. It does not rely on the power of Christ. So it mitigates against crisis. Insures against it. Isn't this dangerous for young people? I'll tell you what is dangerous for young people. Another future like the ones we see today. That's dangerous for young people. And so, decided today and tomorrow to speak to you about the power of the Holy Spirit. And I, and that's why I've been doing some work of cleansing or cleaning or just telling you that Christianity can become an empty deed and deal in your hands if certain matters are not resolved in your life. God will never change his mission. It will change people. God changes people all the time. It's not use and dump. It's use and use. There is nothing Satan can do to anyone because even Satan reports to God. I hope you know that. He reports to Almighty. He doesn't miss his report day. And those that he has, he has them and God cannot deliver him, them from him. Because they are lawful captives. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Uh -huh. Put on the full armor of God. I'm not going to be able to stop there, but... Will come there one day, put on the full armor. Uh -huh. So that why you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. We've, we've spoken about schemes before. I, I, I'm interested in our TPT or message. We put that so that you can withstand. The what system of prosperity is a scheme. 
It's a skin. And there's only how far you can go before auntie, wise auntie, wise uncle comes and says, are you participating in this scheme? I hope you've registered for this scheme. It's called the world. It doesn't change. It's the same thing. It's still a scheme. The problem with this scheme is that it doesn't come with life. There's no guarantee of life to enjoy the scheme that you registered for. But the world knows that. It knows that everything will pass to the next person. So, but I said, it's not that I don't know. It's just that at least let me be able to feed till I die. When I die, whatever happens, happens. No. When you die, it starts. Uh, the blood of those who you kept there will now come and carry you to the master of the scheme. His report date. So you know what is wise to the world is foolishness to God. This is our foolishness. Our foolishness, right, is souls. I said, do you have houses everywhere? I said, of course. Real spiritually now. This is a house because the mansion actually. Because in my father's house, there are many mansions. It's as simple as that. If you can't believe that, you can't believe the word in your hand. If you can't believe that, you, you're just practicing normal Christianity and it's a pain. Uh, you will be listening to empty words when you should be at home resting because it will be fruitless. Okay, so let's... Did you want to read something? The TPT, sir. Yeah. Now, now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for the last. I love that. You know, I said in summary. Am I really inspired tonight? Even that, I just saw some people losing. It's good to respond. They, you're not going to die responding. Did you understand that? Yes, sir. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I have saved these most important truths for last. Uh -huh. Be supernaturally infused with strength through your life union. Wow. With the Lord Jesus. Be supernaturally infused with strength. Meaning nobody knows your source of strength. Can I ask you a question? Have you had money kept somewhere before? And when you start, you remember the money and you get strength. You say, I'll be fine. You are naturally infused. So when it dries out, because it eventually goes, right? 2019 goal is to save up blah, blah, blah. In 2019, I'll save us one billion. How are you doing with that though? Be supernaturally infused with ability to carry things out. That's strength. 
Put on the whole armor of God. I'm going to talk about power in a minute. I think this will change our lives. Go back to, are you true though? Talk to me. Be supernaturally infused with strength. Yeah. Through your life union. It is going to be through your life union with, with God, with right? With the Lord Jesus. Uh -huh. Stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. Amazing. The Bible calls his power. Have you... The power, our, the power of our feeling can be explosive. This guy or girl is not sick in her body. She doesn't have cancer. But you just saw her now she's sad. You say, why are you sad? He said, what he did to me. She's exploding. Isn't it? She's exploding through a problem. This and when problem becomes big to you, is because you disconnected from union with Christ. And the moment you disconnect from that union, little things become big. They take hold of your life, and they have seen a little girl angry before, and you wonder how can she move this? The power of Satan is manifesting. Through our body, Satan's power is at work. Through our being now, she's exploding with strength. Normally, she can't pull this table. Ah, but when that thing comes on her, the lady, the boy of the flesh, when that thing comes on her, is a supernatural power. And after she's. <sighs> She's possessed. You still see that one and marry him. She's a mighty instrument in the hand of demons. When they possess her sexually too, she will get what she wants. Her mind is working out all manner of strength. And that's the working she, the, the, the line that did on Samson. When power and power came to be, the power that Samson carried submitted. Because there was an unrelenting power. So what I want to talk about is the clash of power. In case you think Satan will back down. You will remember the Lord your God. For it is he that gives you power to get wealth. If you need power, it means there is an interface of warfare. Satan is the architect of poverty. God is the owner of prosperity. So if their power clash, what will be the infusion point? Your union with God for prosperity. Your union with your feeling for poverty. So whichever one you yield your body to is the one that takes rule over your life. It's as simple as that, friends. Read that again, the infusion part. Quickly. Be, be supernaturally infused with strength. Pastors, listen to me. You cannot pastor as or under the strength of man. Wake up and say, where are you people? Where is, who is it to you? 
strength of man, that's not a man of strength. They are two different things. The strength of man will use force. A man of strength will use union with God. There are things you will click to and it will open the heart of people to give or to serve. Are you listening to me tonight though? Mm -hmm. Say it again, Pastor, quickly. Be supernaturally infused with strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. If you're not supernaturally infused with that strength, you will become tired. You will shout a woo for a while and you'll be wooed by the devil because you are in union with something. So once a feeling takes hold of your life, you know you are in union. It means you are in unity with it. Your central control system is controlled by it and your body carries it out. That's power. So if you have any power tonight and it is not from your union with Christ, if it is from your union with your determination, you will get tired because what you expect to happen will not happen. You know, fulfillment of promises is why some people are still in church. Think I'm going to get a good job and with this it I will be fine. And God says, no, it doesn't work that way. Now you're getting tired. You see the sister that used to pray like that before. Praise and give. You know why she's not doing that anymore? Promises delayed has made her heart weary. She has, she has no union with the Lord. So there's no strength. But there's still a baby on the inside. So she's got overdue pregnancy now. She was at the point of labor. Like the scripture said, the children have come to birth, to labor, but there's no strength now. Union has been detached. She's, she's at labor, and that's even worse because the child's head is out, but there's no more strength to, to push. So she's walking with the baby's head all around. So she looks tired. No union, no power. Tell your neighbor, no union, no power. Determination is no power. Tell your neighbor, I mean it. No power. Have you seen people that are inconsistent? No power to obey. They walk like a locomotive machine. If you wind it, it works for a while, then it goes... But then when they are back to church again and you whine it, it, goes, it makes a lot of sound and it repents. I've got guys here who repent before they sin. They're going to go ahead though. So if a person has repented before the sin. When you correct them, they already oh my God. It means nothing before the Lord. Did you hear what I said? It means it means nothing. And if it means something to God because He loves you, Satan, who is the account keeper, 
it means nothing to him. And say, Satan has no power. I say, really? Really? It doesn't need, I don't know what you mean by power. It's God's scheme. And it's in order. And it's hired excellent people. So they, and it's hired some of us too. Know ye not that whatsoever you yield your body to, you are the servant of that person, either to God or to Satan, whatsoever this body is yielded to, you are the servant of that person. Imagine a servant of Satan worshipping God. Satan won't like him and God won't bless him. So it means nothing. Come on, Pastor Faith, please. For our struggle is not against flesh. I love the one that says, for, our, for we wrestle not. So, hey, that means Paul tells us that every situation in our life is a wrestling match. Read that version, please. I'm not sure my brothers are with me tonight. For we do not wrestle. For we do not wrestle. So I hope you know you are in a wrestling. Yes, sir. You don't understand. I hope you know it, you are in a constant fight. It is not just that life is happening to you. You are fighting. For we, when God says a word, why is it impossible for you to obey? Wrestling is going on. Satan says, as for our, as for him, it's not going to be free. So, it comes to the scheme of the mind. But he awakens us tonight to say, you are fighting. Circumstances is not just happening to you. It's a wrestle. He said, but what I need you to know is that you do not wrestle against what? Against flesh and blood. It is not about you looking at that guy or that lady to want to commit fornication or adultery it is not the body of that lady there is a wrestle there is a fight for your soul the soul of your soul is involved in a battle and it's not just fornication or adultery whatever else he said I need you to know that this is not a flesh fight because if it is a flesh fight when you add her you would have stayed with her but you moved on so the eyes is always asking for more there is something supernatural about what the reason you are going through is not just normal said it's not flesh and blood your fight is not flesh and blood the fight is not the economic system uh-uh it is not what Theresa may passed as law it is not how hard it is for black or white people. No. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. I love when I saw the fight of Jacob. Because I kept looking at what was he fighting though. <laughs> so that's why the Bible had to say his struggles in life. The struggles of Jacob is not man. So the Bible says he wrestled God. You don't understand. No one has seen God. You can't hold God to fight him. 
So how come? What was the fight of Jacob? He said he's raised all this fight from his father's house all the way to Laban's house. He said it's not flesh. It's a fight of destiny. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Everything you are going through or you've gone through is not flesh. Why do you think it's flesh? Scheme. Satan schemes so much that it never appears spooky. Christians are still appearing spooky. They go, Satan don't do that. It comes in suit and tie. It sits behind a desk in an office. And it tries to stop you from getting what you need for the next level. So this guy has worked in system, finance, law, um, whatever. He's worked in it so much that he has his representative. So others can go through but they just block you and you don't know why. Because you have a wrestle. I want to show you how to fight tonight. Are you ready tonight? Spark Nation, I've got to tell you that you got to this level by fighting. It's not flesh. So flesh will say things like, oh, no, 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 they don't allow drill music in eating college. All those things are not allowed in those posh places. That's flesh. But you guys understood that if you won that battle in the spirit, you're not fighting a system in eating or in private colleges or in whatever organization when you take out So the result of your race or your age or your time is not against flesh and blood. So stop fighting flesh and blood. Stop saying, well, this business is not working because of the climate. It's not flesh. For we reason not against. So you're fighting the wrong thing. You didn't understand. You're fighting the wrong person. It's not flesh. It's not blood. Oh my God. I'm not sure you're ready for this weekend. Abraham established that other. Have you noticed that the day Abraham met Melchizedek, it was coming from the battle of kings according to the Bible. Then he met the king of all kings, Melchizedek, and Melchizedek gave him what? Flesh. And blood as wine. Are you listening to me? That's what Melchizedek gave him. You fought five kings. You've overcome them. But you see, five kings is nothing to the kings of the earth. And Melchizedek was saying, your battle is not Chadalahoma. You're not wrestling flesh. So I will give you flesh and blood. Swallow it and know that your next level read scriptures i need you to warm up a little bit more you you're you're wasting your time fighting systems instead of creating systems i told you before a single person cannot overcome a system it takes a system to face a system I wish I could jump ahead of myself. 
because I perceive that you will forget this by the time I get there. I told you now, don't forget to. It takes a system to fight a system. So Jesus prayed for them in John 17 that they may be one so that they can unify, create one system, the apostolic system, so that they can now wrestle on the same page. I've taught you that before. Do you still remember? You're not going to fight your financial battle and overcome it just by yourself. Because there is a systems, systems are spiritual. They are not flesh. That's why what Plato taught the world, what Socrates taught the world, the world is still using it and the man is dead. It's been dead a long time. And the system is still here. So systems are supernatural. So it said, now, you are 20 years old or 21. 23 years old. And now you're going to use 23 years of experience to fight something that has existed for 230 years. How would you win? So now I want to wrestle on the same page. I've got to exist. I've got to go into my existence before 200 and something years ago so I can fight from that place. If I don't fight from that place, I better forget it. Because 23 years of experience and the lecturer who wrote your book is less than 100 years as well. So 100 years of experience cannot fight 5,000 years of system. No way. I want to take you out of the realm of flesh tonight. It's a waste man's realm. It is servitude. It gives you false wisdom. Pastors have become so wise that they deny the power of God. Are you listening to me tonight? You will never be, look, let me tell you, I've told you ladies this, I'm not trying to descend or ascend on you. Um, if you get something by skimming, you just operated in your dad's system. It means nothing to God. It will never last. Let me walk past that tonight. Go on, please. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. So do you understand that scripture now? Talk to me. We do not wrestle. Listen, there is nothing like a business is not working. For a spiritual man, a man of strength, he can create something where there is nothing. He's a spiritual man. I'm going somewhere tonight. It's spiritual. It's not carnal. That which is of the flesh is flesh. Those who sow into the flesh, forget whoever. Look, I love this, my leader, my leader nonsense. It's fine. 
But let me tell you something. You could be your leader's leader. If your leader is a woman of the flesh, Pity can approve her, but she or he or she will reap of the flesh. And so God calls you to a spiritual standard tonight. How do you know those who are winning? They are spiritual people. Spiritual don't mean spooky. It just knows. It just means that you know this man is a man of the spirit. Simple. You know this woman is a woman of the spirit. It doesn't matter what she wears or what she doesn't wear. This is a servant of God. And you know this guy has fought lions. He's a fighter. Are you listening to me, please? Ah. He's a man of strength. He's a man of strength. He's not a man who relies on the strength of man. The strength of man is keeping. Pretending you're who you're not. Acting it out. It will fail. You will be tired. It doesn't matter how much you love Celestial Church or Spark Nation. Before the devil is the same thing. Strength will fail. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But you know, flesh can be so powerful that it wrestles you to the ground. Now you're lying on your bed and flesh has taken over and you're afraid of everything. And the moment you're afraid, the man who created that realm comes and begins to tell you suggestions. From that time, it's sapping the strength out. But you see, the issue is this. God does not come to strengthen you. He expects you to rely on the word. What does he do? He's raising someone at the back. Because his assignment must not stop. The man of strength. Bible tells us that woe to the man who makes the arm of flesh his strength. Who says to the flesh, you are my help. He, he, he relies on his wisdom. He said the arm of flesh will fail. Listen to me tonight. He said it's going to fail. So for we reason not against flesh and blood. I've not even started at all. So let me quickly go on with it. Quickly. But, but against principalities. What does TPT call principalities? Your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings. Did you hear that, guys? Your hand-to-hand combat, the man of strength fights hand-to-hand combat. He's going to fight because he already knows. Your hand-to-hand combat is not against human beings, but what? But with the highest principalities and authority i love i've said this to you before i need to lay this foundation though against authorities now can i ask you something is the reason made the authority of uk today she's not she's a custodian of that authority 
It was bestowed upon her. That's why she read the oath. Under authority, she must read the oath of authority. So if she's the authority, she would not need to submit to an authority. The same authority that put her in power will put her out of power. So she's just a custodian of that authority for four years or two years, then another person comes. Where did this authority come from? Years and years systems put in place and they will submit to that authority. Can I show you something tonight? Are you sure you're ready tonight? Talk to me, Pastor. But against principalities, against powers, and against the rulers. The rulers. Not the rulers of Great Britain. The rulers of what? Of the darkness of this age. So what is darkness? Ignorance. They are the rulers of ignorance. They control ignorance. And ignorance is deadly. Have you met an ignorant person before? is convinced that he is not ignorant. He is sure. Ignorance is so deep that whatever wrong style, lifestyle you are living now is ignorant. So, you see, people will then get to 50 and say, I was ignorant then. They are still not wise. Though. Right now, they are making bad decisions. and say, how could I have loved that guy? Somebody was controlling that ignorance. But against, speak to me. The rulers of the darkness of this age. Uh -huh. against Please don't forget the word this age. It means they are relative in time. Whatever age you find yourself in, they are there. So there's no problem with them um, going into generations. Go on. Against Please. spiritual hosts of wickedness uh -huh. in the heavenly places. Yeah. Therefore, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God uh -huh. that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Uh -huh. And having done all to stand. Thank you. So I've got three questions tonight so that I don't take your time. I've got three questions. Listen. What is power? And I'm not asking you, so don't worry about it. What is power? Because the Bible says now that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against spiritual principalities and powers that be. What is power? Read that scripture, you will remember the Lord your God, for it is he that gives you power, so that you know we need power. Scriptures like Act chapter 1 verse 8 and you shall receive power so that means power is important it is it that gives you power to get to prosper so without power there will never be prosperity are you listening to me tonight so don't blame lack on anything blame it on lack of power do you understand that please no 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 you don't because our parents made us forget it they will tell us it's because you are not tithing it's because if you let me tell you if you lack power you will not give 
it takes power to give it is power because it is power to prosper that propels a person to give when the money they carry is not enough now that's an infusion from the divine it cannot be normal so when the power is being zapped out of you you give less because power is going now fear is increasing fear is growing are you listening to me tonight and so as power is going doubt is increasing as power is going do you remember when you used to pray a lot and you were bored because of that and the moment that is dropping all manner of things started to appeal to you power is going going down and what is increasing fear sin um, lost all manner of thought they are now increasing they are increasing they are getting more stronger so this is hand-to-hand -hand battle the moment you are backing out they are advancing you are backing out they are advancing they are moving in they are moving in you are backing out you no longer pray someone said i said you should not pray Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is done. Jesus looked at them and said, so you cannot watch with me for an hour. As those things drop in your life, appetite increases. As appetite increases, you get, you get strong in your strength. The strength of man cannot prevail, guys. God wants me to tell you, strength did not take stagnation this far, you know. Strength cannot. It is completely a look. The, the most intelligent of us, the best strength we give you is money. And another person's strength will take it from you. He who is stronger will take it from you. So check the things that increases in your life. It is because of this union with the Lord. The end of it is lack. So listen to me, please. Let's talk about power. I don't want to do much correction tonight. I know the word convicts. And if you don't like it, don't come to leaders meeting. Or spark nation. Or any of those rubbish. Don't come. Don't, don't do. Let's make the church grow. The church was grown before you came. Because I'm growing. no correction now. We're going to keep dragging ourselves. You understand? Because I understand if sometimes when you have the steering of your life, you just drive towards the bush. 
So it takes your leader to drive you back and say, this is the road. They give you back the steering Push. Always. Okay, so let's, let's read this. I really need to talk to you quickly now. I've got to move fast now. This lady is not talking. And you shall remember the Lord your God. Why? For it is he who gives you power to get wealth. What is this power that he gives? What is power? And I, I read Noah Webster. I see all the definition and it's deep and powerful. But what is power? What releases that power into the life of a believer? What is power? Anyone wants to try? Huh? What is what is this power? Speaking in tongues? How many people will speak in tongues who have no power? I need you to try though. Holiness? Have you met only people without power? Paul is going to tell us tonight. What is this power though? We're saying power to prosper. So I just want to, I've got three layers to go through tonight. Are you ready for scriptures now? Yes, Let's do a lot of scripture reading. I need your Bible with you. I need you to get off Twitter. Get off Facebook or that business texting thing you're doing. It's not going to work anyway. If it's going to work, you won't be doing it now. You won't be doing it now. It would have walked to a place where you're at peace. Now you just want to do your thing and listen to the word and go home. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. What is power? So Paul will tell us. Where is that scripture, please? Romans 1.16. What does he say? For I am not ashamed of the gospel Why? of Christ. Why? For it is the power. Aha. Uh -huh. So you're not looking for power. You're looking for the power. Uh -uh -uh. You know why it is the power? That's what created the heavens and the earth. That when the word was spoken, all the galaxies came to be. So Paul will tell us what power is. You will, you will, you will, you will, you will get something now because I wonder how this will connect to the day of Pentecost. Wait. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Why? Again, read it, sister, quickly. For, For I am not ashamed of, of the gospel of, of the gospel of Christ. Why? For? For it is the power of God. So if you don't have the gospel, you don't have power. Creation power is in the gospel. So I know now you say, wow, 
So I asked the next question, what's gospel? So I told you it's three layers. What is power? Now we know it's the gospel of Christ. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God. Unto salvation. What is salvation? Salvation is saving from every destruction. Poverty, sickness. He said it is in the gospel. So what's the gospel? Anyone wants to try? Huh? So when we say what is power, I know you were not expecting Romans chapter 1. But it's always been there. And what should get your attention the most is that it said it is the. <laughs> it is the power of God. So my friends said, I'm going to preach the gospel. So they preach about Jesus dying on the cross. Death is not gospel. That is not good news. So you know what is doing my head in now? I'm wondering. Jesus told his disciples, go into all the villages and towns and preach the gospel. What were they saying? Because if the gospel is the cross, Jesus had not gone to the cross and even the disciples do not understand the death. So what were they saying? Because if you're a church person and you grew up in church like me, when they start the gospel, they say, Jesus, come to the cross. So what were the disciples? First square man, please. No, 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 I'm just saying. You know, Pastor Mark is them who has the baptism, foundation of baptism, foundation of salvation, baptism of apostasy and apostrophe. So a man goes to a church and tells me, ah, you know, those young church, I came out and I said, do you really know what it means to be born again? And they couldn't answer me. I said, really? He said, yeah, so this young church is all. I said, wow, sorry, sir. I said, what's, what's the gospel? Don't just answer, give me scriptures. He said, so you want them to know born again? You don't know what the gospel is. You think the Bible is for competition. If you want to know what the gospel is, look for the man who first preached it. Who first preached the gospel? The disciples? Huh? Who was the first person to preach the gospel? Huh? John the Baptist? Awesome. No, you should try it at least. It's far from it, by the way. Are you sure you're ready for the word or is this too techy now? They are basic things. What is power? Someone says, you will remember the Lord your God for it is he that gives you power to get wealth. Now, you want to get wealth and you don't even know what the power is. Like me too. So I'm not accusing you of ignorance. I'm just saying we're all ignorant. So we found what the power is now. The gospel is the power. Now, what is the gospel? Are you sure you're ready for the word? Give me the scripture then. Go on, Pastor Faith. Huh? 
Oh, Pastor Tammy, sorry. I, she's your, he's your leader, right? He will find it. Go on. Who first preached the gospel? This is not Bible competition, my friends. Please. Galatians 2 says what? Talk to me. Thank you. Therefore, uh -huh. he let's watch where that Pastor Tammy is going on. He who supplies the spirit to you uh -huh. and works miracles among you, uh -huh. does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Tell us what gospel is now. Therefore, you know that only those who are of faith. Imagine. Galatians 3. Yes. Oh, yeah. Start from verse 7. Therefore, Therefore, you know uh -huh. that only those who are of faith, verse 8, For and the scripture, yeah. foreseeing that God would only would justify Ooh. the Gentiles uh -huh. by faith. Wait. The scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, uh, did what? Preached the gospel. Wait. The scriptures preach the gospel. So I want to know the content of the gospel. What do they say? Talk to me now. What do they say? So according to what we know, Jesus died. We are going to go to heaven. That's not the gospel. Let's hear the scripture preach the gospel. What did he say? And the scripture foreseeing. That God would justify the Gentiles uh -huh. by faith. Yes. Preached the gospel. It preached the gospels to Abraham. Saying what? Saying what? in you, all the nations shall be blessed. Wait. <laughs> God foreseen. What translation is that? NKJV, sir. God foreseen. NIV quickly. God foreseen what it will be. Preached. The first preacher was God. Talk to me. Scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles by faith and announced the gospel in advance to Abraham. All nations will be blessed. For saying that God will. So, what is scripture? God, simple. Don't. God was the first man to preach the gospel, but our preachers did not check the content of what is the gospel. So what we now lack is power. Because the gospel is the power. Don't forget, because we'll see another kind of gospel. Paul said, if anybody preach another gospel, Look for that scripture for me. If anyone preach another, so there are many gospel. Even Paul would later talk about the gospel of peace. But there is the gospel. And the gospel is the power of God. Given is not the power of God unto salvation. Given, a you know how you know a person has received the gospel? They give. So I, I've, I've done the two layers now. You remember what is power? The gospel. So I'm not trying to look for the definition of power. What releases power? 
So, you don't have the gospel, you don't have the power. You don't have the power, you don't have the wealth. Can I take you one step further? Scripture, God has commanded, look for that scripture for me, that those who preach the gospel must live by the gospel. Let me teach you something. All of you doing business, listen. God has commanded. I wish I wrote it out. I just couldn't be bothered. It's commanded that those who preach the gospel. Come on now. I should have written it down, right? First Corinthians chapter. You are right because she's not going to announce where. Go on. First Corinthians chapter 9 verse 14. Even what? so, mm. the Lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should live from the gospel. Okay. Huh? Talk to me now. According to our definition, that's pastors. But God has commanded. So if you can't find a job, preach the gospel. Why? Because it is God that commanded that those who preach the gospel should live. And then he said, then just shall live. By faith. So God has commanded. So there is no demon that can stop me from living. Now, no, 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 no. Now, he didn't say God has commanded that those who preach the gospel should accumulate by the gospel. It's not building houses everywhere. So any car I drive, anywhere I live, there's no money held in it. Because he said they should live by. So God commanded it. So, and how do I know how powerful it is when God commands? The Bible says God who has commanded light to shine out of darkness. So there is nothing that can stop me from living. It doesn't matter if it's a Bentley or a Rolls Royce. It's just living. God does not have names of cars in heaven. Mobility is mobility. Living is living. Are you listening to me? So why do I lack? I don't preach the gospel. God has, so you, you can imagine why we need to hear God's preaching tonight. What did he say to Abraham? The scripture for seeing that the Gentiles will be justified by faith. Preach the gospel to Abraham saying. What did he say? Talk now from scripture, sir. Okay, you've, yeah. All nations will be blessed through you. What is the gospel? It's the preaching of the blessing. It's not the cross. The cross is an entry point. The sacrifice of Jesus is an entry point. So Jesus, when he was dying, say it is finished. The work is now accomplished. To to create a pathway for people to come into the kingdom. 
You can imagine the apostles going around and saying, there's a new nation, guys. Listen, this is what happens. The gospel foreseeing, the scripture foreseeing that all nations will be blessed. There's only one nation. I mean, there are many nations, but there's only one kingdom. So if God is going to take all the nations, it will raise the blessed nation to fight all other nations and take them captive and bring them into the kingdom. So it takes nation. So when Jesus was speaking in Matthew 24, he said one of the signs of the latter day is that nation will rise against nations. It's a nation. Why is the nation fighting? To take the nations and bring it into a kingdom. That's why I said this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness. So we're not preaching the gospel of the kingdom. We're preaching the gospel of Calvary. So a man said, that's another one. The gospel of Calvary tells you about self-discipline, how to sacrifice. But look at what the scripture foresaw and preached saying in your seed. Talk to me, Pastor Me, please again, please. Just what you were reading before. It's just the same thing you were reading, sir. sir man. Even so. The Lord has commanded. No, not that one. The gospel, the scripture for singing. Galatians 3 still, please. What happened? And the scripture. I still need, yes, please. Galatians 3, 8. 8, thank you. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith. Yeah. Preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. Wait, in you, one man, all the nations. So I begin to think, Is Ishmael really a mistake or a setup? That's correct, sir. Otherwise, what nation will the nation fight? So don't worry about the Arab nation being rich. It has to go ahead. But nobody can tame those nations until a nation arises. The church can't do it. Are you listening to me tonight? So in you, so look at what God set up now. It would always produce two nations. Abraham could not have missed it. Now I know why he will not bless Esau. It's a set up. 
it's only set up because otherwise there will be no nation so it calls you a holy people a peculiar nation a royal priesthood so that's why I said when we come to church we cannot afford to have sons and daughters of slaves why do you call them sons and daughters of slaves no you know that whatsoever you submit your body to you are the slave of that person the world is slave to money and sex those are the two things that drive this world that's all the fact that you are a slave to that does not make you any peculiar or does not make your situation different it bullies me it doesn't it's not different it's the two things that drive the world every day in their head that's all there is there's no two things there. there's no good there nothing money and sex that's all that's what runs that nation greed but when you shut the business at six because you're coming to a peculiar nation you already told them i'm not part of that nation simple a peculiar nation so we've answered two right god preached the gospel to abraham god preached the gospel to noah when he told noah build me an ark and everyone who comes into that ark will be saved it is not about self-discipline it's about obedience one two and salvation so the world was dying god preached the gospel to joseph so joseph an embodiment of the gospel went to egypt and god created nations that will experience famine to show the superiority god said i raised pharaoh so that i can display my power have you ever read that scripture before he said the reason why i raised pharaoh is to show my power in pharaoh my gospel that there is a better nation called joseph than the nation called pharaoh or babylon god raised daniel he preached the gospel through daniel and daniel was in babylon and when everything was dead daniel will rise as the gospel the power of god daniel is the you are the power of god actually that's what it's have you heard people say before that guy's bad news so i clock finally so all that the apostles were saying everywhere is there's a better life there's a better life and if you will confess jesus now you will enter that life confessing jesus is not that life jesus said i'm the way the way to where the truth and the end is life and they you didn't hear me you say i'm the way that means you're going somewhere most christians you know in the christian church they only got on the way they don't know the truth so they've not entered the life but they know jesus is the way that's why they're always singing we worship you jesus that you know the way but you don't know the truth the power of the truth is in giving giving is truth 
Holiness is truth. Faith, obedience is truth. When you access the truth now, you are about to enter the life. Imagine Christians who are stuck in the way. They have all Christianese. They can talk it. They know the way and they are not lying. But truth, how about truth? That is not truth. It is more than that. That is law. Apostolic giving. First Corinthians chapter 8. First Corinthians chapter 9. Philippians chapter 4. That is truth. And then what is the life? It's simple. People migrate from country to country. Not big. They, uh, you know the example now. Because you show them the life, then they desire the way. Why do I want to go somewhere that I don't know what life is there? Do you understand that? So, they say, if you go America, my God, lifestyle no mosquito no this no that now you will yourself and they you will look for the way there so you want to get a passport altar call you got everything now you're gonna sit down for visa interview for truth you're going to write the english test truth why were you chasing all that because you seen the life god never told abraham just go i will bless you he told them the land is flowing i love god you don't understand he bring the gospel to him saying the land you're going to is flowing with milk and honey abraham himself started looking for the way this christians they talk about the way. I said, where am I going? They said, heaven. I said, I don't care. Because that's what makes a man tie bombs around his neck and blow himself up. Because they showed him the life, but he doesn't know the way. Peter, by the Lord, knows the life, but no way. So when Jesus said, follow me, he looked at him and said, this man looks like someone that knows where to locate the life. The land God was telling Abraham about is not Canaan. It is a life. God shows you the life tonight and he said, what people want you to do is to lose the way because you're in church. Don't lose the way. But for the world, show them the life. Why do 100 people come to the altar? They don't know the way of truth yet. They just see the life. They say, in my own life, I still to get the shoes. But the life is here. I don't want that way anymore. Show me. Your trap house is the way. Are you listening to me tonight? Spy nation, don't dig another way. The life. Him 
between the way and the life is the truth it's the bridge you can know the way and you don't know the truth no bridge so I began to find out many years ago what is the truth about prosperity because people know the way and on that way they force the law the first law on the way I am the truth so I studied Jesus' pattern of giving and engaging and I realized what he does and we began to do the same because it's the truth but why am I doing all of this because of the life so the apostles were going everywhere preaching the gospel that God preached that in you the blessing sit down let me show you something and close tonight I said it's three layers I'm on time tonight 9.30 twist my words it only shows you don't know the truth you may not need to pray like Obi that doesn't mean you don't pray you won't pray I don't know the truth act of the apostles chapter 2 Pastor Dami, please again read what the gospel is. God foreseen, rather. Yes. And the scripture foreseeing. foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand saying in you all the nations shall be blessed mm -hmm. so then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham New King James now so you the gospel was the blessing act of the apostle chapter 2 verse 29 NKJV, please. Men and brethren, let me speak freely to you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Therefore, Therefore. being a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his body according to the flesh so abraham first got the gospel david now gets the gospel the same oath of deep blessing upon david so what he was saying is you see the issue is not David. David was a system. He said, now he's dead and gone. But what will activate David or Abraham? Go on, man. According to the flesh, uh -huh. he 
would raise up the Christ to sit on his throne. Right. He, foreseeing this, spoke concerning the resurrection of the Christ. Right. That his soul was not left in Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. Yep. This Jesus, God has raised up. Yeah. Of which we are all witnesses. Uh-huh. Therefore, Therefore, being exalted to the right hand of God and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit. What? Listen. There was one promise all through the scripture. In your seed, all the nation will be blessed. So, Everything you will hear about Abraham is the promise. Now, it took Peter and Pentecost to tell us what the promise was. Or what the promise is. The gospel that in you all the nations will be blessed. Now fulfilled on the day of Pentecost. Why? Because on the day of Pentecost, men gathered from all nations. No, no. You, you, don't, you didn't hear me. We don't know what this, that's the third layer for me. Now you know the power. The gospel in you, all the nation will be blessed. So now, after resurrection, the way has been established now. Now the truth, what happens next, is set up. All the nations were in Jerusalem. But there was a nation in the upper room. There were just 120 people. In the upper room, one nation. Obeying the word. Because Jesus said, tarry you in Jerusalem. But Jesus has given them a commandment to go to the, all the part of the world. And there will be witnesses on him. But he said, tarry until you are endued with power. The promise is power because the promise is the gospel. The power of God unto salvation. So they were all gathered in the room and it was a normal day. It does not take a nation of one million people to take the word. 120 people were in the upper room. I don't know how they fed. I don't know how they survived. I don't know the economy they ran on. I'm talking about supernatural strength now. Are you ready for infusion of strength tonight? But they were all in one accord. But the reason why I said I don't know why they fed was that we would see another level of wealth after the Holy Spirit has descended. But they were still surviving. Some women was feeding them. They had no hope other than they know is the way. But they had to stay for a long time in the truth. And all of a sudden they will break into the life which is the promise. Never has been fulfilled before. It's a man and brethren today. And I said when the upper room the Holy Ghost came. That's the promise. That's the power of God. It came into the upper room set up. All nations were there. And they saw them. And all the nations began to submit to them. 
The Bible says 3,000. Representing the 3,000 fulfillment of the day of Christ. 3,000 men came to Christ that day. So you know we'll keep saying 2,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago. So why is it always 2,000 years ago that Christ died? Because you are in the second year. 3,000 men came to God. The fulfillment of the number of nations that night on the day of Pentecost. Only 120 men in one location. But the promise of the Father was fulfilled that day. Because God had done a work in them. Are you listening to me tonight? So that's the third layer for me. The power. The gospel. Then the life. The promise. And God says to us tonight, number one, if you rely on the strength of man, you will fail. It's not going to work. Look, on the strength of man, you can only give for a season. It will be driven by determination and love for your pastor. Uh -huh. But you see the supernatural, the promise, the gospel. So what have I preached to you tonight? The gospel. So how does a business person prosper? You see, when you go about your business, this is your mindset. You're preaching the gospel because it said in you, your seed, all the families. So your business does not seek to take, you make profit. It seeks to impact. So you're working with a mindset of when you are behind your laptop, you do IT. You're not saying I'm doing my job today. I'm blessing because in your seed... All the nation of the earth, that's a different mindset to business and work, isn't it? Now God has commanded that those who preach the gospel will live by the gospel. Are you listening to me? Those who preach it. So it's not first of all profit for me. I'll do things to make profit. But this is the issue that those who live by in you so you do your work by the Holy Ghost are you listening to me like that? this lady is not adding anything to the nations of the earth and she wants to be rich she's taking benefit gifted from the nations it's an issue Oh my God. It said in you, all the nations will be blessed. Not to you, all the nations will contribute. That's what killed the church. All the nations of the earth contribute to the church. So Pastor Mark, no. Let us die poor. When the world begins to hate the church, the church cannot hate the world anymore. No. In you, all the nations, the promise of the Father, the Holy Spirit, let me tell you, 
A person only evade tax because they don't have enough money. You don't need Bahamas. You just, you just done a business and you made a hundred mil. You can sell that mil to them for free. You don't. I don't know if you have faith tonight though. I think I'm talking about another level of faith tonight. I don't know if you are ready for this level. God is going to do what only he can do. Can I hear a loud amen in the name of Jesus? Furthermore, when I came to Troas to preach Christ's gospel, it's like the kind of gospel we heard from Christ. It's not I'm going to die. It's a Philip or Thomas. The way you know. You know me. I'm the way. We emphasize on the way. So just pass through old Kenwood. Is it to go where? Is it to go to an invisible country? So I'm not heading towards Chelsea or anywhere. Say, nah. Just stick to Old Ken Road. This is a madness. This is not the gospel of Christ. He said, all that concerns me is just the cross of Jesus. It's the way we know. What's the life? I'm only traveling because of the destination. I'm not traveling because I love the way the road was built. So this guy is driving around London, no destination. Five hours, have you been traveling with kids before? They don't care what's on the way, they say, are we there? Are we there? Are we there? And the excitement of where they are going, there's swimming pool, there is um, kids ride, there is this, there is that. The excitement keeps them five hours in the car. Is it the road that kept you in the car? Many Christians have left the way. They are just going to the church building. Because there's nothing anymore. But when I begin to tell you about nations, that we are able to take nations, now we have a destination in our mind. Why did you stop sinning? Because of the life. You are young. It's not easy. You, you have attraction. People are attracted to you. But I told you, guys, let's stick to this way because there is a life ahead of us and that life is sure because you know the truth. Oh, my God. So all I just asked for tonight is more outpour of the blessing. What faith cannot give you, government cannot give you. Imagine the government calling today to check on me. Like, oh, come, let's go, go, go. Then I finally go and say, oh, what's going on? So, <laughs> how are you? I'm like, huh? Get off the phone, man. No, it's been a while. How, how, how are things going? I said, with what exactly? Let me tell you, Isaac became so powerful. And we're not near there yet, guys. 
It became so powerful that the nation begged him to leave. He's taken everything. Now, what makes me know his power is when you've taken it, you cannot take land when they ask you to leave. So his power was the people. He marched out of their land with multitude. The promise. Because the same people that dug those three wells, they can keep digging. And one day they found water. They didn't need to find oil. They found water because water can turn to anything. If you need wine, get water. Let me tell you, no matter how much crude you get from the ground, without water, right? Crude is not going to become nothing. So you can't fight water. So the Bible said they dug Rehoboth and they found water, right? Oh my God, I wish I can show you that water later with Christ. He that believes in me, out of his belly, shall flow rivers. Ikaliata, Matutaliatuta, shall flow rivers. And in the name of Jesus, as those rivers flow, men will need to access that water. They will turn it to wine and pay you your commission for the water you produce. So you don't have a bank account, but you have a fountain of life. Shaliata. I don't care if you don't have money in your account. I care if you have rivers in your belly. Rivers of living water. I don't have money in my account, so what? Are you ready tonight? God checks the account of someone tonight and say, what is going on with this river? It's running dead dry. Focus on the river on the inside. That one, the outer climate cannot affect it. You dictate the currency of that one. The word. What were the apostles doing for all those days until the nations came? Peter was always reading scriptures to them. You're too much in a hurry to take the nations. And the desire of the nations will come. The desire of the nation. The Bible says there was no needy among the apostles. Why? Because that day, that the, imagine, the day the Holy Spirit was given, the Bible took time to record that they had no lack. And the church still says that poverty is right. How? The Holy Spirit came upon Daniel and Co. seasonally. Listen, the Holy Ghost that came upon them seasonally, do you know what the Holy Ghost did? The kings were prostrated, season. This visitation. And said, God will visit you. I said, no, no, no. I want to be with him. It comes seasonally on Daniel. 
and Daniel will read handwriting on the walls. You know, what happened to us is we have too much flesh in. And that's not just sin, guys. It's running the river dry. So he said, Pastor, when we pray tonight, why do we pray? Why is it easy for you to give 5K just like that? Meaning as an individual. You've got a river. A billionaire will never do it. He can't do it. These people are under the servitude of money. They say, I will use that money now to make another one. Then I will bless the Lord. The Lord said, me? Really? Seriously? You're going to bless me? Why do we give this way? There's a river. Those who live by the gospel. Look, Peter was living by fishing. He took the fish instead of the sea. <laughs> and Jesus said, you see, with the fish, the best you would do is to sell it for money, but there are some that you sold and they have gold in their mouth. That's why he sent him back to the river. He said, you see when you were fishing, right? Your own mind was the strength of man. So you fish to sell. Huh? I fish to bless. So Jesus said, so that we can pay your own tax. He sold it to Peter's life. By not having money, the guy just told him. Christ just told him. And we pray tonight. I'm only asking you. Now you know what the gospel is. Now you know why you win souls. Now you know why the church will be so confused that when you went on the street, you were not singing, Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. They said, no. Show them the life. It's the life. Musicians, footballers have no message. They have a life. <laughs> And for that, people will kill themselves not knowing the way. So you know what we've got to do? Let me tell you what we've got to do. Don't knock the footballers or the musicians. Just jump there and say, you see the footballer you want? I'm the way to get there. You see the Tyra, right? Tyra, that you want to be. Hey, I'm the way. I will never come to you and say, his life is nothing. I said, don't worry, let's let me preach it. Can I give you a scripture for that? Can I give you a scripture for that? Because someone just said in their heart, Oh, how dare you say we should do that? Because I'm daring because I know the word. Because I just know the word more than you. You know what happened one day? Let me tell you what happened one day. Some people were worshiping God and they wrote to the unknown God. Guess what Paul did? Paul did not go there and say, ah, never ever called Almighty God Jehovah Shammah unknown. Paul said, you see that unknown God you're talking about? I love this so much. He said, I'm the way to him. He said, don't worry about... So, what Christians were going to say, in Jesus' name, never. My God is not unknown. No, Paul said, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unknown. I'm the bridge. He didn't change their banner. 
He said, thank God that you don't know the unknown Boba. Or is it Boba the footballer? By the way, I've changed to Chelsea now. I no longer do Arsenal. Goodbye. Listen, Arsenal people, you go to Tottenham, knife crime, to go and watch football. Chelsea, you go around the corner. Why? So I just thought about it. I thought, ah, how can we be wanting to change postcode to Chelsea, but your football is in Tottenham? No matter how new the stadium you build in Tottenham is, it is still Tottenham. Are you listening to me? Who are the Arsenal people here today? Stop coming to Spark Nation. Stop coming to Spark Nation. Come when we use um, uh, what's that place called now in North London? No, that Tesco. That, where do we use in North London? Tottenham Crown Court or Town Hall. When we meet there, please meet us there. Don't ever come to Central London again. In you, all the nations, listen to me, sisters, brothers, please listen to me. You will not give birth to children that will be a cross to the community because in you, all the nations will be blessed. So, Pastor, what are you asking us to pray for tonight? I don't even know. I've just broken three layers to you. After 10 years of going to church, I know what the gospel is now. I know what the power of God is. And I know that the preaching of it, oh my God. You know what God tells Adam every evening? Replenish the earth is a national mandate. There is a nation. So God dragged the head of the serpent into the same country. So two nations are living in one country. The serpent nation says them, the fallen one, whatever name you want to call him, and Adam as a nation. Living in the same country and God is looking for who will take it. Adam is not just going to re... re Plenish and subdue because the word subdue means there's a fight. Guess what? Lucifer got played. Otherwise, there will be no competitor for God's nation. Don't let the devil play you. Your problem is in the same country with you. So it drags the head of the serpent and it set him up with the president of the nation that he wants to build, Adam. And Adam fumbled. Adam messed up. And he got subdued. And when he got subdued, the president of the universe decides. He didn't take the serpent out of the garden. He chased Adam out. Why? Because Adam, listen now, forget about, listen, 
because Adam was subdued. Whoever wins, leave Eden. Whoever is subdued will leave. If it is evil that wins, evil will continue to grow. Satan was now in charge. Whoever wins, pity can preach a word and in the same nation or country is another spirit of sin. And whoever wins is who wins. God is not going to say, I, I must overcome by all means. It will have to, in court now, replan. And they provided for another rematch. And Jesus shows up in the garden again. Whoever wins. So, Satan, as the third temptation, shows him the nations. Said, so you see the physical nations? I'll give you. Give me the 12 stones. And it didn't still stop. On the last day you see Jesus in the garden of Jezebel. Fighting for Peter. The Peter, Satan came to ask for you. But I've prayed, I told you on Sunday. I've prayed that I don't fail. Because if I go, I go to prepare a place for you. Because in my father's house, there is Peter and everyone else. Are you ready to pray tonight? And when Christ did not fail, on the day of Pentecost, finally, the promise was released. And Peter said, the promise that was from Abraham, today, you see the fulfillment of it. That in your seed, all the nation of the earth shall be blessed. Now, guys, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to another threshold now. God said, in your seed, I'll subdue this nation. I'll take this nation forward. It's going to be in your seed. Not in your will. Uh, in your seed. Isaac. In your seed. Total surrenderedness. Isaac going to the mountain with Abraham. Ready to be dead. An adult child. Lies down on the bed to be slaughtered by a father. Then I look at one of you pastors and say, this is what you say. Nah. So what if he's slaughtering? do it. So he said, unless you have sons of obedience, I cannot perpetuate your work because they are not willing to die yet. Another child, Abraham did not consult Sarah. He was took the guy and said, God has commanded that I slaughter him. A man, not money. Abraham could have easily killed one billion goats. God said, that's not your seed, that's your offering. That's not seed. That's offering. Offering is either accepted or not. You see, seed is commanded. 
God has commanded that those who preach the gospel will live by the gospel. This is how we're going to take the nation, guys. I keep saying this night after night. Go preach the gospel. Declare to them that now you've brought to them the unknown God. It doesn't matter what age. Your boss at work has an unknown God. You can say I'm an atheist, that that is looking for the way. Now go show up as the way. But you cannot, you cannot, you cannot show up as the way if you've not known the truth. Because you are not free yet. You're still needing someone to pour all of your heart out to. This is you, mom took you to church all your life. And you've been inspired for more than a year. You're still pouring out your heart. What happened to your heart? I like crying sometimes because of my emotion. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. So we're going to pray like the 120 tonight. I told those of you who are evangelists tonight. You know one of the things that has helped this nation? The things that got us here have never lost sight on it. I know the power of using things. But nothing must hold resources in it. Nothing. Because it is in my seed that the nations will be blessed. blessed not in my saving. Not in my certificate. When you see the certificate, you've got engineer, doctor, whatever. Go preach the gospel. I didn't say go arrest people with Jesus is coming shed. I almost said something else with that shed thing. Let's see, Jesus is coming. That's bullying. Go and preach the gospel. What is the gospel? In you, all the nations. So when you step somewhere, you say to yourself, this person will be blessed because I'm here. It didn't say the Christian nation will be blessed, you know. He said all. And the Lord blessed the house of Potiphar because of Joseph. That guy's got the Holy Ghost. Visiting. Because of him. Potiphar's nation was blessed. Because of Joseph. Christians want to bless Christians. God said, no. I'm speaking in a mosque. I'm wearing their stuff and holding their testimony because in me, all the nation. So if it is still limited to Christian people, that's not blessing yet. So what do you think you will share at the break of fast? John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word. And I'll show them Ishmael and Isaac. Simple. And you round up with, and God who has commanded the light to shine out of darkness. No, 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 no. It is not what I say. It is what I am. Are you ready to pray tonight? Tonight is just a foundation. Now we get into the power of the Spirit tomorrow. Whatever you lay your hands on, call it a blessing, not a business. Do you have a business? No, I've got a blessing. 
do you want something from me? Because God has commanded that those who preach the gospel must live by the gospel. <laughs> said, how many businesses have you started? He said, none. Oh, wow. How many blessings have you activated? Your gold is a blessing. Business is done by people to make profit. Blessing is done by God to make a people. You can't end up broke. It's not possible. There's no way in the world, my friend. Unless if you're not preaching the gospel. Unless if you're not. Look, any one of you that goes from up there, I know you lost the gospel. For it is the power of God. May you be so drenched in that power tonight. Did you hear what I just said? I said, may you be soaked. Drenched. Drenched in that power tonight. Can I hear better? Amen. So you know the first thing you want to kill. What is draining your power? No, power is not. You can't bank. There's no power bank. It has to be fresh. You will remember the Lord your God for it is it that gives you power. And you shall receive power Lord I receive power to live right I receive power to give this week I receive power for my soul winning I receive power for those it has been commanded that those who preach the gospel in that I just want to release power tonight you know let me tell you something look at me so one day I was praying for one of your brothers. You know, Jesus, I love Jesus. He said, when the woman with the issue of blood touched them, touched them, he said, I feel power. So this power is, what do I call it now? You can feel. So the more I'm praying for him, now this is my eyes closed now and I'm pouring. So I'm getting weaker in the body. And it's getting stronger. So I can pour what I've got. Because I know how to get it back. What will I do? I'll just preach the gospel. You don't understand. So I've now I finished preaching. So there's so much power. So I said, come to the stage. And begin to pour it on him. Now you can feel from your heart everything pouring out. Just pouring out. Now, the guy may not switch on the light. That's his problem. You know, the fact that you don't turn on the socket does not mean there's no power. If he doesn't switch on the light, that's his problem. But power is there. There's power there. But he's got to switch on the light, right? So now what do I do? I get power bank more. I preach the gospel to you now that in you that's my gospel you know Paul got to a place tomorrow he said Christ crucified according to mine according to my gospel he said this is my gospel Christ reason this is my gospel now you know what I've done tonight I've preached my gospel to you lift up your hands and receive power <laughs> 